what's up what's up what's up what's up everybody you are listening to the huddle that's right you're listening to the huddle if you're listening to this episode you ought to just be excited and be grateful to god that you made it through another week that's right you have successfully whether it was success the fact that you're breathing i count that as success but even if you ran to the weekend if you walked to the weekend if you crawled to the weekend if you had to pull yourself to the weekend listen you are here it is friday i don't know if you're driving to work i don't know if you're leaving work i don't know if you're at home i just want to let you know that it's friday and you should be excited now listen i know you're wondering where's the other voice hold on la what's up what's up with the other voice we know that every time you say it's the huddle somebody else in the background is like the huddle well my boy is out my dog is out of the studio today and um, i must say it's pretty lonely to record by yourself because not only is he a podcast co-host that's a brother so there's just some things that you can just laugh at and a lot of times when we're recording these podcasts, you guys don't see it, but we will mute our mics and just laugh. Um, and so I don't really get that opportunity today, but Austin is out um, working on some exciting things for the weekend. And he was really actually going to come down. And I told him, you know, man, just take the time apart from the podcast to just focus on everything that you have going on for the weekend because it's just too much. And I think that when you work with people, it's important that you remind each other that they are a person before the project and that you love them more than you love the project and so Austin's very dedicated such as myself and so I was like you know what man just take the time to really focus on what you have this weekend and we'll take you from here so with that being said that was basically like your disclaimer that anything said from here on out you know we're just gonna nail it to the cross i don't know we're just gonna pray and it's gonna be okay it's gonna be all right trust me trust me i can i can, I can babysit and I'll, I'll be fine we'll be all right we're gonna survive this moment all right so the first moment of this podcast or segment of the podcast is hear me out and i don't really have much that you guys can hear me out about other than the fact that this has been a stressful week okay like wow <laughs> Now, I'm not going to say it's one of those stresses that you crumble under pressure. I am built for the pressure and I thank God for that. But it was definitely one of those weeks where you have to just get on your knees and be like, "Okay, God, what's going on here? Where are you? What is this all about? Why am I feeling this way? And um, I found myself doing that a lot this week, just, you know, really trying to stay anchored to the Lord and just trying to stay on my knees. And so it was just one of those weeks. And it actually led me to the podcast episode that I want to talk about. Now, I'm going to tell you, this was deep revelation that I literally got last night, like last night. And um, I thought I have to share it. You know, I text Austin and I was like, bro, this is what I want to talk about on the podcast, you know. And so here we are. And I, I find it no coincidence that I'm here by myself to talk about this. So without further ado, I want to get into an important topic today that I think is not only important to me, but will will become important to you and will hopefully save somebody's life. Today, I want to tell somebody, make a U-turn. Listen, make a U-turn. I know you're headed down the road. Make a U-turn. I know you're going to some commitments that you said you would do, but make a U-turn. You're probably like, LA, what? Where are you going with this? Okay, buckle down. 
your boy has got you. Y'all know how I am with analogies and painting pictures. This is what I do. So I need you to hang in there with me and I promise you we're going to go somewhere. So I was driving down the street the other day and I made this U-turn because I realized that I was, you know, headed in the wrong direction. Um, it was this one way to get home and I wanted to go that way to get home, but I re- recognized that it would take me more time to stop at this other place before getting home that I had to stop at. So I, I went the route that would be more convenient and I made the U-turn, okay? So you're like, what does this have to do with anything? All right, just I, I told you, stay with me. When you make a U-turn, first of all, it's frowned upon by a lot of people. Sometimes people say, you know, you should make a U-turn, you should wait until you can turn at the place that you can turn. And let me just tell you, as a driver, sometimes you just can't do that, okay? Sometimes you gotta take the opportunity you know, even though people might be looking, even though people might honk their horn and get mad at you, sometimes you have to take and make a U-turn. I want to talk about us making U-turns in commitments today, us making U-turns in obligations. Here's where I am. We, are, we all know that COVID is, we don't know if it's canceled or if it's back. We don't know. But we're all in this awkward phase where we're not where we were in 2020 but we're not where we were in 2019, if that makes sense. It's like, it's not all the way better, but it's not all the way bad either. We're just kind of like in the middle coasting, seeing what's next. I, I feel like we all have that inner knowing that this thing isn't over and something's next. We don't know what the something is, but something's next. So there's this temptation, maybe not for all of us, but I know for people with my personalities. Okay, so my personality is a go-getter. I am um, aggressive at, accomplishing task i'm very task oriented very detail oriented with some things and if you give me something to do that's what i'm going to do i try to be a man of my word doesn't always work out because life happens but for the most part i try to be a man of my word and um so with COVID being over if you're like myself and you are a leader of any kind or you have like obligations or responsibilities, there is this temptation to come out the gate swinging like there is this temptation to come out the out the gate and hit the ground running and just almost like make up for lost time. And it can sound good. You can plan it, you know, in a way that you think is good. But when you start actually applying it, Sometimes you realize like, wait a minute, something was miscalculated and not only was something miscalculated, but I'm not the same person that I was when I made these plans. Mm, That is a word for somebody. I am not the same person that I was when I made these plans. When I made these plans, I was on the sideline. I wasn't actually moving in them. When I made these plans, I truly did think that I could do this. And then in the application, I figured out that this is a little bit much for me. And now I need to make a U-turn. Have you ever been going somewhere and you realize, I just don't wanna go here anymore. And you turned around and went back home Have you ever been going somewhere and maybe you really wanted to go, but there was like a traffic jam or they were turning cars around for you? And I made the biggest U-turn this week. And I want to tell you, it was freeing to me. It was freeing to some people on my team. And I want to free you today. So you might have to take notes in this podcast. Number one, don't be afraid to admit that 
you are not the same person that you were when you made these plans. Now, let me put a disclaimer out here. This is not for the people who never stick to anything. This is not for the wishy-washy, flaky people who just don't know how to honor commitments and lack faithfulness. This isn't for people who are not faithful. I'm talking about, and I'm talking to rather, my faithful people. I'm talking to my people that you know that you have the ability to roll up your sleeves and get a job done. And somewhere in the process of you doing what you know you can do, you realize that I don't have the strength that I once had because I'm not the same person that I was when I made these plans. You know, I used to be under the under the assumption that, you know, we grow in life and then we walk out, you know, the level that we've grown to and then we grow again after we finish walking. And sometimes sometimes you grow while walking and sometimes because you've grown while walking you have to change your direction in the middle of the journey and go okay hold on this isn't working for me anymore like i i can't operate in this space anymore and i just want to tell somebody like it's okay to make a u-turn i don't know who this is for but i feel like people are traveling down roads that they thought were good for them like they're traveling down relationships or like business partnerships or ministry opportunities and you're finding out you're looking ahead and you're like oh my god there's traffic or oh my god this is like a merge into one lane and this is slowing me down or this is weighing on me and i can't do it anymore and the enemy is taunting you and making you feel like you can't make a u-turn because if you make a u-turn you're bad and you're not a good person but let me tell you something that is not true that is not true. I was freed this weekend. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about what happened without trying to spill the details because I still have to have a meeting with some people and I don't want them to have to find out over the podcast. But long story short, there was this event that I was planning and I'm not talking about deception. Deception is still happening October 15th and 17th. Get your tickets. What's up? Anyway, I was planning this event, right? And I thought that this was going to work. I mean, I had a plan of how things were going to do it. And in the middle of applying, not even in the middle, like towards the beginning of applying the plan and walking out the application of the plan, I realized that this is not going to work. This is not going to work. And I was like, I'm going to have to make a U-turn. And it is so funny, guys, because um, a few weeks ago, Austin came here and he was telling me about this message that Bishop Jake's taught talking about the courage to change direction or something. I don't I don't I'm paraphrasing I don't know the title of the message the courage to change direction or something like that I never saw the message and I made my decision to change my direction last night and then I saw a clip of the message this morning and I thought wow that is that is where I am I didn't finish the message so I don't really know all that it entailed or all that was said but in the beginning parts, he was speaking, he being Bishop Jakes, was speaking on the courage it takes to change your mind, basically, and go and reroute to another direction. And I want to tell you something, especially as leaders, we can be so hard on ourselves. Like as leaders, we can be so hard. And I'm not talking, you don't have to be in ministry to be a leader. I mean, if you have a wife, you are a leader. If you have a husband, you are a leader. If you have kids, you are a leader. If you have, if you're over anything or responsible for anything, you are a leader. If you're responsible for any people, you're a leader. 
And sometimes as leaders, we can be so hard on ourselves because we hold ourselves to this standard that God doesn't even hold us to. Like sometimes we can hold ourselves to such a high standard and we expect so much out of ourselves and we are quick to give grace to others, but we eliminate all grace for ourselves when really the grace is for us too. Like the blood, the mercy, the forgiveness, it's for us too. Like you are allowed to make mistakes too. You are allowed to pause and you are allowed to change your mind. And sometimes as leaders, we can be so hard on ourselves that we don't allow ourselves the space to evolve and say, hold up, this is not working. Like, stop, I can't do this anymore. I refuse to run like this anymore. It used to work, it no longer works now. And that is where I was this week. And when I tell y'all I was leaving this, you know, I was leaving rehearsal for deception and the Lord got in my car and he spoke to me and he was like, you do not have to do this anymore. You do not have to do this anymore. And when, when he said that, it felt like somebody took like this pressure off and it wasn't even like a pressure to be perfect. It was just like the pressure of helping people. So let me tell you something about like ministry for me. I love what it does for people, not really what it does for me, because for me, like claps and accolades all that stuff that's cool but I, I mean that doesn't really fill me up and anybody like that knows me knows me and like close to me will tell you that I am just really not impressed with I'm grateful for things but I'm not impressed with like accolades or anything because I know that my commitment has to outweigh like the accolades and stuff that I get so you know um I'm saying all that to say that the pressure was really on me to help people because I knew that what God gave me was like capable of really being a blessing to somebody's life. And like when you have a heart for people, this is for my people who love people, because I know we live in a world where people are like, oh, I hate people. I don't, you know, well, you have to sit by yourself because I love people. I don't meet a stranger. I will go in a room and talk to everybody in there. When you love people and you know that you have the ability to help people that can be pressure that can be like you you can take on more than you should all because you want to help people all for the sake of helping people and all for the sake of knowing that like i can make a difference in your life and when the lord got in the car and was speaking to me he was showing me that like you don't have to do this like that you you can't help everybody number one and then number two if you do help people, at what cost? At what cost? That was the question that God was asking me last night. Like, at what cost? And so I want to ask you guys, too, what is it costing you to be a blessing to somebody? And I want to really challenge us as believers, especially because the enemy can take something that's good and twist it and pervert it and then beat you over the head with it. And sometimes in church culture and in Christianity, we feel like we are to, we know where to lay our life down and we know that we are to help people. But sometimes the enemy will take that and make us feel like that means that we are to lay our life down to the point where we're sick and we are carrying other people's burdens and we are doing all these things and running ourselves ragged and then we're no good for somebody else. And that is not what the Bible says. 
There is nowhere in the Bible where you hear God telling other people in serving someone to kill themselves and, and work yourself to 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 the bones and like, you know, run off of fumes. That is not of God. And like I used to be really, really bad at that. And I almost went back. I almost went back to that. And I'm being very transparent on this platform because this is what we talk about on the huddle. This is mask off. This is just real conversation. I used to legit work myself to the bone. And I remember telling myself at the beginning of 2020 that I was never going to do that. I ended 2019 really sick. And I told myself in the beginning of 2020 that I was not going to do that. And it is hard for me. I recognize that that is a deep flaw that I have because I love people so much and I love being able to help people and being able to be a blessing to people. And when I tell y'all God got in the car with me on Thursday night and was like, you do not have to do this. Like it was freeing. And it was like the tap on the shoulder that I needed to turn around and say, Hey, you're going too far. Like you're almost about to go back to where you used to be and you don't have to live this way. And so I decided to make a U-turn. I know I was traveling to help some people. I know I was going down this road to be a blessing. I know I was going down this journey and, and putting together this, you know, event to really help people and do this. But the Lord was like, at what cost? What good is it if you help a room full of people? What good is it if you help a thousand people, but you're sick? And a lot of times, if we're not careful and if we're not around the right people, that is praised. I don't know what it is about us as Americans. We literally praise being overworked and we we adore the fact that we're stressed out and that we can't think and that we have given it. And we we call that giving it our all. Let me tell you something. Nobody should get your all but God. Can we agree to that huddle? Nobody should get your all except for the Lord. I can give you some of me. I can give you some. I can give you the best that I can, but I can't give you my all because if I give you my all, I'm empty. And if I'm empty, then I'm no good to myself. And if I'm no good, now I'm resentful. Now I'm bitter. Now I'm burnt out. And now I am no good for the future. And you know what? I was telling God in my prayer time, I want to be around to do ministry for a while. I don't want to be one of those people who are like gifted and talented. And I don't want to work with a bunch of people who we're all gifted and talented and but we're strung out on drugs and like we can't think straight and in five years we're burnt out and we can't do anything else because we just killed ourselves trying to make a difference like I don't want to do that and and, you know it really broke my heart because I begin to think about and it might sound silly to you but I seriously begin to think about like celebrities who are on drugs and like people who have to take medicine and go to sleep and who can't turn their mind off and I was like Lord I do not want to be like that like I want to stay at your pace and I want to have enough humility to make U-turns. Enough humility to go into the room and say, listen, guys, I know this was on the calendar. Like, I know this was the plan. But in walking this out and in retrospect, I realized that this is not going to work. Like, this is going to take too much out of me. It's going to take too much out of you. And I always want to be the kind of leader that can say, you know what? Pull it. Because at what 
cost. Now, I'm not telling you that when you're helping people or when you're being a blessing to people that is always going to be convenient and that is always going to feel good because that's not true. But it shouldn't kill you. It should not kill you. When you read in the Bible, when they lowered the lame man into the house because they couldn't get in the door and they cut a, rule, a, a hole in the roof and they lowered him in the house, that was an inconvenience, I'm sure, to carry a body up to the roof, but it didn't kill him, though. And most of us, myself, and let me not even say most of us, I don't even want to take the safe route out. I'll take all the hits today and you can listen through me and then apply it to yourself later. Sometimes what I do is end up killing myself to save somebody else's life. And I have to go back and go, wait a minute, I am not the savior. There is only one person that died to help you. That was Jesus. And, and because of his blood, nobody else's has to be shed. So therefore, I will not die in the process of trying to help people. I do not. I am not going to live a life where I am, you know, and I'm not saying that I was about to be on drugs. But, you know, I just I could see how it like leads to that because people don't make you turns. And I want to encourage somebody. I keep saying it because I know it's for somebody else outside of me. It's OK to go back to the table to call people back and go, listen, I'm not the same person I was when I made this decision. You know, this whole year I have been constantly revamping things, constantly looking at things and going, OK, this is what we did before. It's not going to work now. When I started this, I was a lot, you know, in a different place, a little bit younger. And now getting older, having new desires, things change. Things change not with me, but also like people who I work with. Things change. And so now my job is I'm always thinking, what's the better way of doing this? What can be cut? If there's anything that COVID proved, it proved how much we were doing that was not necessary. And there is, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, this temptation to rush back and to make up for lost time. But can I encourage you that you didn't lose any time? Like, we really didn't lose any time. And we will still be able to help people. We will still be able to make people feel better. But we have to pace ourselves so that we can do that in excellence and so that we won't die in the middle of helping somebody else. Because who wants a sick doctor? Like who wants an overweight personal trainer? Like I want to look like the message that I'm here to give. I want to resemble the peace that I talk about that God has. I want to have that. I want to look like I am a child of God, not look like I'm trying to be adopted by him. Like I want to reflect the goodness that I preach about. Like I want to reflect the love, the joy, the peace that I talk about. I want to reflect that. And and sometimes you have to make a U-turn because you get to the place where you're like, before I drive down here, do I look like I serve the God that I'm talking about? Is my life in shambles while I'm trying to put somebody else's together? Because if it is, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And maybe you can fool somebody. You know, I was talking to somebody on the team and I said, you know, the event that I canceled, I know that I can pull that off to the people that will attend the event. But deep down inside, I would be tore up. And you can only work like that for so long before 
it's number one unhealthy but before it leads to burnout and you just can't move anymore and so i don't know guys this was just such a freeing moment to me because when the lord got in my car it just made me tear up because i was like wow I almost went back to an unhealthy pattern and I'm so glad to be free and I'm so grateful to have people around that can like pray for me and that like love me for me and not for what I do. And that's another point here in the U-turn. You sometimes are we are worried about what other people will think because other people might have been in on the investment with us or like other people might have been looking forward to the journey and then you have to change directions but let me tell you something the right people the right people will root for you and it is a very dangerous place to be in ministry or in, in helping people where you lose sight of the people and you get more mission focused and my prayer is always help me to be more people focused than mission focused because if i stay people focused if i am people conscious the mission will work every single time you will never have to worry about the mission if you take care of the people but if you shift and be more concerned with the mission than you are the people it's not going to work and so i'm grateful to have people around that are more concerned with the people that we get to lead and not the mission because I, I could care less about the It's funny. Today, I was talking to Austin. I'm like, bro, forget the podcast. Like, Huddle family, we love you. And the only reason that we can do this is because we try to keep ourselves in a good place mentally. But the moment that that's off, the moment that it's like, hey, dog, I need a break. Like, I can't do this. Hey, Huddle got to wait. The Huddle got to wait because what's what is the Huddle if we're on these microphones and we're not good. And so I just want to encourage somebody today, take a U-turn. It's okay. I know we jumped out of the road. We came out the parking lot of COVID and we were so excited to get back on the road and we we floored it. I mean, we just, just like went up the street and somewhere along the line, there's somebody who's in something and they're like, you know what? I thought I could, but I can't. And what if instead of, and I say this lightly, like I'm, I'm in, I'm, you know, there are some things that you do have to power through when you're super deep in, but what if we changed it from us always having to power through to allowing ourselves the grace to make a U-turn? What if we allowed ourselves the space to say, you know what? I could power through. But really, I need to make a U-turn. I could push myself like this. But really, I got to turn around. And like today, I just want to encourage somebody that you don't have to have all of the answers. You don't have to have it all together. You don't have to be perfect. Even if it's a plan that you made, it is okay to make a U-turn. It is okay to look at something and go, this is not working like I thought it would. This is not fulfilling like I thought it would. I'm not the same person I was when I made this calendar. When I made the calendar, I was sitting still when I started moving, I realized, oh, 
this probably isn't going to work. When I'm writing scripts, it's funny. I'm always by myself and I write words for people to say. And then in rehearsals, when they start saying it, I'm always like, that's a writing error. And it always baffles the characters because I think that people are shocked when I am bold enough to admit that this is my fault. Because, you know, we live in a world where people don't want to admit that they're wrong. And I'm constantly like, oh, no, this is me. This is my fault. And the reason why I say this is because when you're by yourself planning something and writing something for other people to say, it always sounds good on paper. But in the application, you realize, hmm, it's not really as applicable as I thought it was. And I always make a change to the script. And so today I want to change so challenge someone to change their script, make a U-turn. Sometimes, you know, we try to wait for the perfect outing. You know, sometimes, sometimes you try to wait for that little break in the in the median, in the grass where they actually have the turning lanes. But sometimes you ever been in traffic and there's an accident and the police turns you around and you get to drive on the grass. Sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes this U-turn can't wait until the next median. Sometimes you have to do a U-turn immediately before you get too deep in. Sometimes you look down the road and you go, it's pretty now, but I can see up ahead there's traffic. They're going to merge us to one lane like this isn't going to work for me. And I just want to encourage somebody to make a U-turn. So we would not be the huddle if we did not leave you with strategy. Number one, I want to encourage you to pray. And when you pray, listen, I'm really big on quiet time in this season. I'm telling you, if you just get quiet, God will just speak to you and deal with you on things. Listen and ask the Lord, what is it that you are wanting me to make a u-turn with you know what are there any u-turns that i need to make ask him he's going to show you number two be brave you know like i said I, I heard about bishop jake's message i never got a chance to finish it but i think that that's cool that they were talking about you know the courage to change your mind I, I, like i said i don't know the title but i have to go back and finish it i only heard like maybe 10 minutes of it and i had to go but um yeah be brave be brave yes there are going to be some people that are upset but the right ones will support you and have grace make allowances for each other's faults like the bible tells us in james because sometimes even the right ones can be upset for a minute but then when they sit with it they go you know what that is best for you that is my only strategy today is literally to pray and be brave i want to say thank you guys so much for listening to this episode um you know i was not planning to be by myself but i think it was necessary because i felt like i just had a whole venting session you guys don't realize that the huddle i hope you guys are blessed but it blesses me it blesses austin it's something therapeutic about talking to this microphone and staring out the window um it blesses me every time so i hope that you guys were encouraged today i hope that whatever it is that you're in i know that we're back into covid and there's this demand to get back and just help people or do what you got to do some people are going from back back to the office from working from home and there's this expectation that you are the same person that you was in the beginning of 2020 when this all started but let me tell you something you have experienced traumatic things okay it is very traumatic to go around seeing people in masks we've been through presidential elections we've been through um racial tension we've been through the stuff at afghanistan we i mean it's just been so much that i can't even keep up with the list and maybe you made some plans and you realize i'm not the same person as i was when i made these plans and so i just want to 
pray that you would be alleviated of the pressure to perform, the pressure to fit back into that mode that you once were in, and that you would have the courage and allow yourself the grace to make a U-turn. So I just want to pray, God, we thank you for this episode. We thank you for the gift and the talents that you've graced all of us with here at Kingdom Over Castles. And God, we are so grateful for the opportunity to just talk to your people and be a blessing to them. God, I'm asking that those who are listening, that you would just alleviate them of the pressure like you did me, God. Lord, I don't know what it is that they're struggling with or that they're wrestling with or that they're bogged down with. But God, you are a God of peace. You said, come to you and you will give us rest god and here we are coming to you lord and so we just say take the burden take the pressure god show us where we can make the u-turns give us the grace give us the bravery surround us with people who will root for us and be understanding and lord god reassures that in due time in due season we will accomplish all that you have placed on our heart to accomplish and we don't have to kill ourselves in the process of doing that jesus name we pray amen i love each and every one of you seriously from the bottom of my heart and i thank you so much for listening to the huddle and i can't wait until we get a chance to talk next week god bless you i'll talk to you later peace